to 20 and 21 or chilling with Bob Dylan, depending where you're listening. My name is Joseph E. Frisch. With me, as always, is the man of a thousand bands, Shark and Olaf. Hey, there he is with a nice sneeze. Hey, uh, also with us, he just got back from his uh, Vanilla Ice Mar-a-Lago New Year's bash, and uh, he didn't enjoy a second of it. It's the good doctor. What's going on? It's Ice Ice Baby back up here after being down there in the war. That's <laughs> right. Ice Ice Baby. You know it. Too you cold. know it. Too I, cold. I didn't the... the Short, short of Trump watching Vanilla Ice uh, with no joy in his heart, the th- best thing I learned from that video was that Vanilla Ice has added a bunch of crap to Vanilla Ice that people don't want to hear in between all the yeah. lines because he's so bored with singing yeah. it. So it's not like Ice Ice Baby now. It's Ice Ice Baby. You know it. You know it. I said Ice Ice Baby. Come on now. Come on now. It's like, dude, nobody wants to hear your extra crap. Just sing the lyrics. Did you hear that on New Year's Eve, Green Day... P uh, would a bunch of people in the world. I saw that. I mean, not a bunch of people. Let's be honest. It's some some dumb dumbs. <laughs> oh come P-O'd. on! It's a, <laughs> it's it's the MAGA world. It's the MAGA world. <laughs> no. Yeah, Shark. I don't know if you saw it, but I an lo- American I love idiot, it. which we all know, it's about Bush and the Bush administration. Instead of saying I'm not a part of a redneck agenda, it said I'm not part of a MAGA agenda. And so then all I'd- of a sudden, the right had this back or a uh, backlog of comments that they couldn't even get forced into places like i'm done with green day they need to stop being or quit being political and it's like where you been for the last 20 years that's all they've been is political it's a good thing they weren't the dixie chicks oh yeah. yeah and i'm just waiting for i'm waiting for the maga people to be like oh, you know f green day i'm gonna go back and listen to rage against the machine yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, bob dylan the guy sounds oh wait a minute <laughs> Shark and I were talking about uh, there's a Bill, Dylan movie coming out, and we were talking about we hope it has the same effect that the Elvis movie had, where it gets young people into Dylan. Because if there's anybody young people need to get into right now, it'd probably be Dylan. Um, That's true. Um, so we hope uh, we hope that it's good. Uh, my boy James Mangold is making it, starring Timothy Chalamet. As uh, Mr. Okay, that me Mr. Dillon and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as Pete Seeger. Um, unknown Woody Guthrie as of now. That's going to be one long well, banjo. Uh, so I was going <laughs> to tell you guys, I didn't want to ruin the surprise, but I've been contacted about seeing if either one of you want to play Woody Guthrie. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say that you were going to be Alan. No, uh, Gin- God, no. I thought you were going to say that I am. you wanted to I play am uh, be Alan Ginsberg. Yes, I thought you were going to play Ginsburg. <laughs> no, Ginsburg is his, yeah, gotta... his, his uh, manager, Ginsburg, not the not the poet. Exactly. The big burly yeah. guy that was I real mean I'd to probably everybody. make a better <laughs> rambling jack myself. <laughs> What's that? What's that I think sh- I'd make a better ram. I'd make a better rambling jack. Oh, hey, oh. you would. Yeah. People don't forget about old rambling jack. I bet he's in it there somewhere. Yeah. You know what's funny about it is Dave uh, Von Dylan conversation. Is <laughs> Samantha had never seen 
you know how I've, I've been under the weather and kind of stuck in the house. Yeah. And been underneath the boat seen... where that expression comes from on the old yes. high seas. If you got sick, <laughs> yacht. you had to go underneath uh, the uh, <laughs> first deck and they would say that you were under the weather because <laughs> you weren't exposed That's to the weather anymore. Anyway, a little quick lesson there. Go ahead. Uh, sorry. Samantha had I'm surprised never it, seen... it wasn't under the weather deck. Is it there one of those two? It was the poop deck. It was originally under the weather poop the... deck. Under the, I didn't have the poop under deck. the poop. I had the well, as long as you're not in the cockpit, I guess you're all right. Oh well, sometimes I get under the poop deck, and man, when you get under the poop deck, I'm telling you, there's, it's hard to get out. Hard stinky, to get out. Stinky, stinky. Stinky. All the giraffes up there. Some people are like, it's fun to go there, and I'm like, guys, poop come out, poop comes out of there. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Take a slow boat to Russia. Like that's not. It's there's there's a, it's a poop hole. What are you doing? All right, sorry. <laughs> right. Samantha deck. had never seen um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he was like at this whole glory shit. hole for poop things going on. <laughs> Samantha had never seen Ken Burns' Vietnam documentary. Oh, okay. And she loves documentaries. And I'm talking like that. the full one. It's yeah. like. So PBS aired it, and then they went back and chopped the episode episodes down. Most episodes are an hour and a half to two hours long, and we made it to sixty-eight. Jesus Christ, man! That war was only ten years long. Well, they start back when the colonialism takes (laughs) over in Vietnam with the French. It's it's real time. The documentary's in real time. Watch it. It's it's made in real time. You're living it with it. Like, oh, God, I gotta, I'm into hour 455 of it's, it's Vietnam. like 24 for Vietnam. Year four. Year four. God, my hair's falling out. This is horrible. Let's keep going. I gotta, I'm a completist. i got to finish this thing. How's so it in? Throughout the whole documentary. Jesus. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> throughout the whole documentary, they play Dylan and Woody Guthrie music. Oh. And so when you were saying if a generation needed to hear something, it's this because it's, it's quite brilliant, the songs they pick from both of them. Okay. What was all that now, Robbie? It didn't really make nightmare. any sense. So were they, play, so were they playing like, I'm a baby, I'm in the mood for you. <laughs> no, they played. Song. My God, they killed him. That was my next one. <laughs> Touche. But what's fascinating is, is Samantha had to stop it about every twenty minutes, and I was like, "What's wrong?" She's like, "I'm so angry right now. I can't stand it." And I'm like, uh. "Why?" And she's like, "These people are awful." And I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had no idea about McNamara. She wrote a paper on the Pentagon Papers, but she focused just on presidents. So she had no idea how awful this went down into several layers of government um, horror and screw up. So when you were saying if a generation either Dylan, I'm like... Yeah, yeah, I think um, I think everybody under our age should be listening to Dylan for the next two years. Speaking of being worried, and uh, uh, are you worried? Are any of you guys worried about the Epstein papers are finally going to be released? The manifest. Well, my only my only worry is is that um, they are going to find out that Donald Trump knew him, and that really bothers oh, me. Oh yeah, <laughs> well that was a good guy. That would be made He's up. He's been fighting for America. 
I don't know if you've um, uh, seen it, but the MAGA has like a list of it's a you know a fake list that gets passed around. This is who's on the list thing. Oh yeah, and one of them's Courtney Love. It's literally just an alphabet alphabetized like here are celebrities. And I was like, if you think Courtney Love <laughs> is a celebrity, one thing, oh poor baby. Uh, two, if you think she's a big enough celebrity to be invited to private islands, it isn't just a worthless piece of trash nowadays. You are sadly yeah, I mean, mistaken. You, it's not like she's Dave Grohl. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, for real though. The names are uh, was so like what uh, somebody who's old and has not kept up with anything in the world, what they would think of a celebrity <laughs> names. You know what I mean? They're, John Lara Kent was yeah, there. Yes, like literally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, no offense. I love John I Lara do too, Kent. I'm but, just saying, but like, really, though. Completely outdated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, outdated. yeah John Lithgow and uh, the other lady <laughs> from Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> <laughs> Stokely Carmichael. Hey, have you Tony Danza. Tony Danza was top on the list. What's have you seen? I think it's Aaron Rodgers, the football player, I think, that played at Green Bay. That's not the important part. Okay. But he's going on all these MAGA podcasts and saying Jimmy Kimmel was there. And Jimmy Kimmel is like irate and like, <laughs> like starting to threaten lawsuits. Like he's like, I don't know where you're getting this trash that you're circulating from your MAGA world. But you're starting to um, put me and my family in danger, and if you do not stop, legal action will be taken. Well, good for Jimmy Kimmel. So I mean, like, I like Jimmy. Why is he picking on Jimmy Kimmel? I seriously doubt Jimmy Kimmel went there. Yeah, well, it's, it's because Kim. <laughs> but I seriously <laughs> doubt. I can see him being like really a, simple, like uh, a fluffer or something there a, before he got famous. Sure. He uh yeah he uh no he uh, is very outspoken uh, lefty is all <laughs> they're mad about. So Kimmel you think for. that's all it I'm is? Yeah, because he's is. a lefty. He's not he's, even a lefty. He's not a lefty. He just has common sense. <laughs> it's the only thing. I was gonna say he's, he's, you know when I when I think of lefties you know I'm thinking of people who are trying to like overthrow um you know governments and stuff uh, <laughs> i i do not think of um, jimmy kimmel as a pinko lefty <laughs> commie out there trying to change the world man yeah he's a, he's a talk show host <laughs> who happens to make fun of idiots <laughs> i would yeah, say it's exactly. just his, his past association with sarah silverman would be enough to get him on the list that's right? true oh that's a good call um, uh, that's a good call pr- uh, disney's first jewish princess um Let's see here. It's <laughs> true. Uh, Steamboat Willie. I've been. Oh, Rob, I've been. Uh, I want to talk about. Uh, I've been telling you guys to watch it. I don't know if you've checked it out yet. Blue-eyed samurai on. Uh, okay, Netflix. don't give anything away because Holden and I are going to start it today. Oh, beautiful! I won't. I'll just say that it's. I'll just say that it's gorgeous to look at. Um, it's so well animated. Um, the story. Is simple but told in a really elegant, um, nice. I don't know. I don't say nice, but an elegant way. Um, very smartly done, and it's also just like, yeah, yeah, fun. Especially if you're into beautiful uh, Japan clans, old kung fu right. samurai movies. Um, it, Which you know I it, love. Um, that stuff. It, dude, it ticks so many boxes for me. Well, so he loves anime. He watches all these different yes. animes. And then you you told me about it, and I brought it up to him, and he's like, oh, that sounds really cool. And I was like, well, finally we can watch one together. Yeah. Well, I will. Because I've tried to watch them with him, yeah. and I swear to God they're the most melodramatic. Yeah. 
this is over uh, the top. He might just bizarre. I worry that uh, this might be almost too subtle for him. It's very, very quiet. Um, uh, oh, it's, it, it reminds me of not Akira Kurosawa, but there's a there's a whole lot of like uh, Lady Snowblood, uh, Lone Wolf and Cub movies that are just very elegant Japanese uh, okay. samurai movies. It reminds me of that. Um, now, when there's well, when there's if action, he, if it's, he goes out, I'll stick with. When it. there's action, <laughs> though, the action's insane. Um, there's a lot of like really brutal stuff in it. There's uh, there's rape and uh, nudity <coughs> and uh, prostitutes. So you and, think uh, maybe he's not ready for it? <laughs> it's very it, you you barely see that though. Um, but it's a thematic. Yes, it is. It is very much. I mean, I told you that the story is not giving anything away. Yeah. It just tells you. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. Out of and I told him that, like, yeah. what it was kind of about. I think he, if you're I watching him, it, you know, I think like, if you're watching said, it, that sounds pretty fascinating. If you're watching it with him, I think you'll be fine. Um, okay. There's there's okay. a fool, uh, which is you know classic. <laughs> uh, oh, to, you know I love a good. There's fool. a fool in it, um, and uh, the blue eyed samurai themselves are. She she's just. A, She's great. Um, so, yeah, I won't give anything else away. I think I'm on, like, episode three or four. Uh, or how long are the episodes? I want to say they're an hour. I want to say, okay. I want to say they're... F- how many episodes total? I have, I have no idea. I haven't looked. I, uh, oh, okay. Uh, I didn't want to know how close I was to the end, honestly. Yeah. Um, no, I know you and I have trouble with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's gory as all get out. It's, you know, <laughs> when there's a sword fight. But the sword fights are so... 100% just like what I want to see in a Japanese samurai movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. it's uh, like, this is it. This is, this is what I want. And as I watched it, I thought like, God, why did Netflix give Zack Snyder all that money? Why did they pay for this movie and th- that movie when they could just make something as beautiful and simple as this? <laughs> um, but anyway. Why can't we have all of them, I suppose, would be the proper answer. So I want to throw this out just in case it it was interesting to you guys in any way. I have seen um, the Zack Snyder movie, which you guys probably already talked about. No, we haven't seen it. I've seen Saltburn. I want to see see Saltburn really bad. I haven't got to it yet. And I went to the theater right before I got sick, like the day before, and I saw the Iron Claw. Oh, how was Iron Claw? So I am, I, I'm interested to know what you think about that. Okay, Claw. so I mean, here I won't. I won't see it. So, I won't see it for a while. So I don't. You know, no, 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 no. Okay. It, it, I did, that came out wrong. I thought the movie was incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the storytelling was much amazing. like the, the uh, much like the move of which is named the powerfulest move in wrestling the iron claw the claw which i give to my son um, quite often oh absolutely <laughs> um, the one thing that i'm kind of i'm i'm wanting to like know more about is so i i saw it in cape because i wanted to go to a nice theater to see it it was here in the old theater not at one time. now what kind of cape do you wear so, what's your most comfortable cape that you wear to the theater i have a velvet uh, cape i usually I love. wear the batman one oh. so i can make it like glide yeah. so i can glide ah, to the, get popcorn and stuff and now quickly you can hide your, your <laughs> gun your propeller absolutely. gun absolutely 
<laughs> I have a absolutely. Now I have a cape that I. It's Robin's cape from Teen Titans Go. It's in a little bright yellow, <laughs> but it's kind of like I peacock a little bit. You know, I show off. I go. Good. Does it make it hard for you to eat salt because it's too spicy? Yes, <laughs> we do not like spice. It's one of our Ooh, one, one of our weaknesses. <laughs> and the color yellow, so, oddly enough, is the color of our cape. There, there was a dude sitting next to me that. I'm going to guess grew up watching. watching wrestling his entire life. And I don't think he's ever seen an A24 film to save his life. Yeah. And that's not an insult. Sure, sure, sure. They're and, not for everybody. And I'm wondering how that went for people. Because, you know, the film is incredibly quiet. Mm-hmm. Like, it really is. When they are in the wrestling stuff, it's, you know, boisterous sure. and over the top. But everything else is really quiet, introspective. Um, Sounds like me the day tragic. after Christmas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so this, so what I, you're saying is this is not a live action version of this WWE Saturday morning cartoon. No, JYD. No. Hey, I'm junkyard. Yeah, that's, dog. that's what I'm just gonna ask. Who's playing the junkyard dog in this? No, Sergeant Slaughter uh, show there up. There was no JYD in this, and um, I guess I have to say this because Vincent D'Onofrio was the Iron Sheik. He was. Oh. Um, I don't think I could. I don't know how to say this without it sounding really condescending Uh-oh. or bad okay. about me as well. Um, maybe Zac Efron has been miscast Uh-oh. in his whole career oh. as the good-looking empty guy. Yeah. And he really has some chops and some real presence that's mm-hmm. never been allowed because he's amazing in it. Oh, he's wow. absolutely amazing in well, that's it. That's good to hear. Like, <laughs> like, kind of stunning how good he was. Like, there's moments... Where I completely forget it's him, and I'm just watching this dude struggle with all this inner turmoil and family drama. And anyway, well, it could be the project. I it could be the kind of like that time that Schwarzenegger showed some real range by being in Twins. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say where he played the pregnant dude. Oh um, yeah, yeah. What was that? <laughs> Uh, what was that? Uh, uh, Mr. No. Damn, uh, son of a... <laughs> uh, Mr. It's that? not Mr. Mom. It's... Uh, no, I was going to say uh, Mr. Mom. Ex- junior? Expe- junior. No, expecting. Junior. Uh, is it Junior? No. no. Oh, my God. I'm Googling Oh, it. my God. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> He's pregnant. I can see the cover right now. It's how this get made's first movie do. ever that they did. It's not a tumor. <laughs> Different movie, but still funny. Man, baby. You know, junior, you put it was Junior. I was oh, it right. was junior. It's junior. Okay. It's a weird movie. It's not what you think it is. Yeah, if, it's a weird it. movie. Hey, I just did a weird voice the other day, and it reminded me, um, on some channel, some app I have, they have the, the Mar- Super Mario 3 cartoon from 1990. My my, oh, my son saw it and he was like, "Oh, it's a Mario show." What what's it on? Ah, Hulu maybe. Because that's Sam's favorite game is Super Mario Three. <laughs> well, you should check. Have I can't. I July would be able to tell me. I I, I don't know where it was. Um, I, okay. uh, it's one of the one of the big three. Um, anyway, um, it, it, and this is how. So uh, we instantly just started cracking up and we've been watching him just because. This is how Mario talks. Hey, Peach, what's going on here? Yeah, you need some help what? with your thing? I'm going to help you. I'm Mario. Hey, Luigi, get over here. Why are you wasting all the time? How's Luigi talk? Hey, I'm a Luigi. Hey, you're right, Mario. <laughs> 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 like it's, uh, he's a little more clean voice than, Louis- than Mario. And then Bowser, like, oh, wow. there's not that much difference. So for the last few days, 
We've just been doing gruff-voiced Mario saying inappropriate things. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Peach, why didn't you change your underwear? If you're going to live here, you better freshen up a little bit. Oh, wow. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, <laughs> like New York Mario, he stinks of poop, and he's a real plumber. Because <laughs> they lean in on that. They... Bowser's just called King Koopa. There's no, uh, it's, it's an odd thing, uh, but very humorous if you want a little flashback of old cartoons and how horrible they were. Uh, did any of you write Hey, what, what's this? Everyone thought King Koopa had left the Mushroom Kingdom. And then, his doom ship attack. King Koopa was back with the biggest danger ever watching the end. Yes, it's horrible. No song. Yes, Koopa, sir. <laughs> yes, Koopa, sir. Oh, it's oh I, seriously, on, on the side note, you got, I need you both. Shark, it's you too. I need you to watch Saltburn. I've yes. got to talk to somebody about this I've, movie. I've been Holy wanting to watch hell, it. Batman. Um, a lot of cinephiles have been saying it's up there with like the talented Mr. Ripley type of movie. So uh, Yeah, so here's, I'm, here's I'm what's fascinating. This gives nothing away. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it doesn't. You go and read about the movie after you've seen it, and there's two camps. One camp says it's a complete takedown of the 1% and their brutal, horrible reign over the world. Mm -hmm. And the other half says, no, it's completely fetishization of that and the wanting of it. So you have like yeah. two rival, complete opposite economic views of the world clashing over the exact same film that which i find fascinating that makes sense i have a song yeah. i have a song and, uh, coming out pretty soon that's going to do the same ooh. thing what's it called it's called uh pa never pac-man fever it's called never been born <laughs> never been born yeah. oh boy <clears throat> sounds like it needs to be uh oh it's a protest song of people who are down uh, here protesting the women's clinic i was gonna say it's gonna go all the way to the supreme court baby can songs do that? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the first song I ever. Know, there's only, there, I only think there's maybe three justices who are going to buy that record. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Scalia. I'm, oh, wait, he's dead. <laughs> we got Ginsburg. I, wait a minute. I'd like to think uh, that Earl Warren would have liked it. <laughs> he might have formed a commission on it. <laughs> one bad thing, the one mistake the guy made. <laughs> so yeah, those are the big pop culturey things that I. Uh, okay. So no one's talked about the Zack Snyder movie. I haven't seen it yet. I, I have. Oh. I you made another movie. I haven't had five. Oh. I haven't had no time to watch it. I, uh, I, I, oh, Eastwood, I can't wait. You're missing. Oh, I'm gonna you're watch missing it. Missing a movie. I just. I, uh, you're uh, I, I will say this: this movie. The only way I can describe it is I'm gonna quote Shark Bradley on music. It has words and scenes. It has notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, that, that's my review. I have, of, oh, seriously, my big comment is it should have been a series yeah. and not a movie. I've heard that. That's I've it. heard that a lot. Um, no, I keep looking at it. I bet ten times I've thought, like, I should put this on, and I just think, I'm going to 
drift off and not pay any attention to it. Um, I have. It, it, I, it, honestly, I think you will pay attention because, because if you so are anything like me, it's not that. It's like you're sitting there going, okay, so there's got to be more to this. I've heard it's like watching a bunch okay, of video games. It's the equivalent of watching video game cutscenes, essentially. Uh-huh. Yeah, where they're except the video game somehow has developed <coughs> the characters. <laughs> this yeah. is just like all, imagine imagine you and I on an adventure, and we meet Shark, uh-huh. and Shark's like out in the desert, and he's got his guitar in his hand. Sounds and about it's right. Bloody, so far. and he looks like he's been in a battle. And we're like, hey man, we need you to come with us because you're the best man of a thousand bands, <laughs> and he goes. Okay, and then he's part of our troop. That's it. <laughs> that that that's a, we don't know why his hands are bleeding. <coughs> we don't know why he decided I to join tell us, you, and we're not even sure I can where tell we're you going. Exactly why all those things? Because Zack Snyder's like, wouldn't it look cool if? And that was I guess that's all the thought he put. <laughs> because it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> let me let me tell you this. It does. Like there's whole points where I'm sitting there going, you know what? I bet this scene would be awesome if I had any reason to care about anybody on the screen right now. Yeah, you're right. That's how. That's how it felt like, to me. Uh, it, for me, when you go to those, when you cut to that, to that new person, Seven Samurai style, I want a full ten minutes with that person at least before they meet the rest of the crew. Um, that's why I said this should be a series. Yeah. You could have done episodes. Just about on each, each person about each as you person. met them. Yeah, it's a smart idea. Let's do it. Let's write so our. What you're saying is, is the Rick and Morty heist episode was more well developed than this. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you exactly son of a bitch. What I'm, I'm in. Well, Shark, let me put it in terms you'd understand. Go jump into any episode of season four of Community oh, and right. imagine watching it, and you've <laughs> and never seen that was the, the show. show. <laughs> yeah, you don't know anybody in the show, and you don't understand why they're doing. Like Abed, you would be like. What what is yeah, this dude why, doing? Yeah, why they have Rain Man in here? Yes, <laughs> and Winger, you would be like, is is this it? He's just good looking and he's a douchebag. Yeah, like, that's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. I mean, that, that's how it felt. Like they go to a planet, find this incredible general, who was supposedly the greatest general ever. Zod was a general. Zod. He's drunk. <laughs> yes, he's drunk and he's passed out. They talked to him for general two minutes, Zal. and then and then he's with him. Like, talk to him for two minutes, and then he's with he's him. With him. <laughs> and you're like, why? Why did he join up to this? He, I will never fight again. <laughs> two minutes later, he's with him. <laughs> Sounds okay. like he's just All using right. the old Dan Harmon uh, story wheel there over and over again. It sounds like, yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, do, I am current with Reacher, though, all the way up to episode five. What'd um, you think? Uh, man, what is the cheesy moment? Rob, have you... Uh, I'm not caught up yet. Uh, never mind, never mind. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Never mind. There's, I, did, did you... I don't, I don't remember, and I, we, we won't give it away. No, uh, there was... I don't remember there, exactly there was what it was. Did you not feel it? There was two different things where I thought, that could have been it, <laughs> but I wasn't sure. And I... Uh, but yeah, I, I won't say anything. I don't want to spoil anything for Rob. And, and maybe it was just... Good, maybe it was just me. Maybe you watched the trope long enough, and it was like, yeah. you know... you Maybe I just didn't feel like they hit that one strong mm-hmm. enough, so mm-hmm. it, it made me crack up, you know. I, I don't will know. say Reacher gets more smart elky as the uh, show progresses, which is better. Which is better yeah. for me. Yeah! Um, he gets much more jokey <laughs> as it's gone on. Um, he's insulting. <laughs> you know, he's there's, insulting there's a couple of times, on. though, where you're like, you know, if you just talk nice to that guy, you'd have everything you wanted like 30 <laughs> seconds ago, man. You wouldn't <laughs> have to true. beat everybody up. It's like, true. So, you know, if you catch yeah. more flies, dude. <laughs> That's right. 
which is his own advice. Because a couple times in this, yeah, that's in this, right. Yeah, show, no kidding. Like, somebody asks him to do something, and he'll be like, "No," because you didn't ask nicely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Richard's, Shark, you're thinking like a complicated video game, where like the more complicated the video game, you start learning. If you can avoid a battle by getting what you want by like talking to him or doing the right choices, it's so much easier for your life. And Reacher's like, no, nah, man, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna make every bad decision just, possible yep. and go to war. That's yeah, yeah. Path well, I'm of a most super resistance. smart guy who can read people. <laughs> yeah, deep down, Reacher has to like uh, hurting people a little bit, much like Denzel and Equalizer Three, which I've watched half of and uh, not oh, not doing it for me. I like the Equalizer movies. They are, you know, Denzel's like the best actor ever, and I can just. Pretty much enjoy watching him do whatever. And the first two are just, hey. you know, John Wick with Denzel, essentially, or whatever. Yeah. Whatever you want to say. But this third one, it's all about maybe I've done too much. And it's like, yeah, you've killed like 200 people. Equalizer. <laughs> it's a little late to be like staring at cemetery crosses and being like, oh, am I, am I not a good guy? <laughs> I was doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. There's a whole theory about that. I don't know. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, what were you going to say, Rob? I feel like I cut you off there. No, 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 no. I, um, I, I enjoyed. I don't know. I'm maybe one episode behind you guys. Maybe. Okay. And there's only five. I um, I felt like. Okay, I think I've watched four. All right. But anyway, four was fun. the last episode I watched, and I don't remember which one it is. I felt like. Um, here I'm getting ready to do the opposite of the Zack Snyder thing. I was like, all right, all the characters have been developed. Let's make Let's some stuff this. happen. Yeah. Okay, I got it. I care about everybody. Let's a do couple it. people I don't trust. I've got it. Let's move. And it's still like Let's do some more flashbacks there's, and show you uh, things you didn't know about this guy. Yeah, there's a little bit more of that in, in 5. But you have to love the end of 4 where uh, he talks to the Terminator. <coughs> uh, the Terminator. And uh, he says, yeah. and he says, what do you want? And Reacher says, I want to throw you out of a helicopter. <laughs> yes. I'm like, come yes, on. Yes, I love that. <laughs> no, That's I mean, that I, was perfect. But, no, I understand your, I, I understand your gripe. Um, it's it's a little like, all right, and you get little doses of action, but you're kind of like, all right, let's get, yeah, let's and get I, to and something crazy. Yeah, and I know this sounds, this sounds stupid after what I just said about um, the Zack Snyder movie, but it's like, Man, there really is a healthy balance. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? like, yeah. When um, I come to an action genre, I have certain expectations. It seems like this season, and the most of the action, honestly, especially in five, does come from flashbacks. It's almost like Tarantino style, where like we're going to give you the action, but it's not going to be current day Reacher. It's going to be old Reacher. Right. You're going to see what Reacher used to be made of. And there is a scene in five that I was like, "F yeah, that's what Reacher's all about." <laughs> <laughs> where he does some, where he does some crazy stuff in the middle of a crazy situation, I mean, and uh, I want to see arms broken, yeah, well, knees shattered. I want to see it. It's, it's when you see Reacher. I, I don't want to say in his prime because I think he's still in his prime. But when you see a young Reacher <laughs> in, uh, in that episode, it's pretty great. But uh, it, uh, yeah, I agree with you though. There, there's a lot of of talk that I'm like, huh? What the things in Denver? What the what the guy? Who's that? Who died? Huh? Oh, I, I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but, hey, uh, I will tell you guys a show that has been fire so far in the first three episodes. And I'm not kidding. All right. Um, 
It is uh, Percy Jackson on Disney. Really? What Percy is it? Jackson has been fantastic. Now, I've read the books. Yeah, okay. Um, so they made the movies, and the movies were pretty good, but they did what I'm saying about the Zack Snyder thing. They looked at the book and said, you know what? This book is really episodic. It's them going to Medusa. Then they go here. Then they go here. <laughs> and so they've made episodes around that, and I'm so excited because in the book... Um, they end up in St. Louis and they go to the arch <clears throat> and this crazy ass scene takes place when they're up in the arch Okay, and it's completely cut That's... out of the movie. It's not there. This whole episode that comes out today is built around that. Oh, fun. So there's like scenes of them in the elevator going up to the arch. I've seen previews. I'm like, someone finally put St. Louis in the arch scene with wow. a chimera in there. This is going to be off. Maybe it's old, well uh, acted. Maybe old Johnny Ham. I know. Maybe old John Ham will show up as a cameo as the famous St. Louis. <laughs> I'm hoping that they follow the book and Ozzy Smith does flips ah. off the, uh, the no, sorry, sorry. Hey, did you, did you see that clip I sent? Speaking I of Oz. Yeah. I did. So, uh-huh. I mean, Ozzy was our hero, right? It didn't matter if you like baseball or not. It didn't matter if you sure. like cards or cubs. Ozzy Smith was Ozzy Smith, right? He yeah, was, he uh, especially for kids, he did, right? Yeah, yeah. But I sent that clip, and in this clip, it's like, so a dude is sliding into second, um, and he breaks up a double play. I mean, now today, you know, somebody probably get called out of the game and correctly, but the rules but of baseball were different. It was different. Yeah, it was yeah. when, right. you know, you'd, you'd spike a guy time, and, and do all that stuff. So they did that, <laughs> and like the second baseman and the oh, base runner get in a fight, no. and then Ozzy Smith, like, I mean, he just it, it, it sucker punches the guy several yep. times. Like, yep. I mean, Ozzy, Ozzy, you no class, say, dude. Though. What's All up? All fair, <laughs> love, war, and sports. Hey, you reminded me. So do they say that? I said, uh... but you know, <laughs> Shark. One thing that I loved about this was, and I have to say this, there is a peer, there's a part of me that loves. <laughs> There was a period of time when men, grown men in sports got in fights and they actually knew how to fight. They threw well, that, punches, that, but that's they, what I'm saying like, is Ozzy was like breaking you all the rules of the fight. Oh, dude, yeah, but right? he threw like a real punch. It was a right he, cross. He, I yeah. mean, he had the form from and behind. From behind, yeah. he was, but he was but, being a little bitch. But what I'm saying is, Shark now they swing like. Like um, another like Zack Snyder movie, and try to run horrible. from each other. It's, well, it's like they're cowards. Long, hey, if they're facing each other, that's a start, though. I mean, you know, this this base runner's getting his ass whooped by the second uh, by the second baseman, and Ozzy's just like, hey, you know what? I'll throw a little bit of love in there on the left. He's behind that's the dude. Why, you don't punch a dude from behind just, when he's getting uh, beat up. I think that's you just team loyalty. You gotta love when Nolan Ryan. You got yeah, that may be. You gotta love when Nolan Ryan throws. Well, Nolan Ryan's always a different. <laughs> and the guy charges the mound. Nolan Ryan throws his glove down. The dude swings on him, gets a little bit of a punch in, and Nolan Ryan lets it happen so he can get him in a headlock. And then Ryan unloads on him with punches. He does. I mean, it's hockey end, fight. Nolan Ryan's got a little bit of blood on his face. He's that back on the mound. Bloody. bloody. <laughs> like, Nolan Ryan is just... Nolan Ryan's like 45 years old and beating the dog snot out of this kid. Well, I and mean, like, he, it stays on the mound pitching. That's what I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And he's yeah. bloody as hell for the rest of the game. I mean, he's uniform. Yeah. He looks like he's... Dude, there's a game where Charles Barkley got basically punched in the face. His eye was black and slit underneath and bleeding. They wow. stopped the game for like 20 seconds, and then he's shooting free throws. Like the famous picture of him bleeding with a black eye, Whoa. shooting his free throws. Sounds you know, like Chris Brown and Rihanna's week, but, honeymoon. But Google, uh, Google uh, Charles Barkley small soap. Oh, no. We, we oh, no. talked about this last week. <laughs> oh, no. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> 
Oh no! You did remind me while you're doing that. This reminds me. I was, we were talking about uh, oh the eighty whatever eighties different time on Hulu. They have a bunch of old reality shows, and we uh, f- just for fun wanted to see what Rock of Love was like. Now that it's almost eight, seventeen years old, and if you want to see a different time, you want to see how much uh, sixteen years makes a difference. If you like, want to say like, oh, we're living in a dystopian future, watch Rock right. of Watch Rock of Love from two thousand seven, and then oh, and then watch man. a show today. And see how far we've come. <laughs> because come or fallen? Uh, no, come how far? How far we've come? And boy, there's a lot of that on that show. But like seriously, if, just watch the uh, and one episode, and you'll be like, oh god, this would be Brett Michaels would be no more. <laughs> First of all, yeah. they would never make the show. It just wouldn't fly. Right. The things he's saying. They, they literally at one point put a uh, thing around his uh, genitals and then have the women dress in lingerie and dirty talk to him across the sheet. Oh, the plethysmograph. Yes, to see how to see how turned on he is. And then he oh, wow. and then he rates their talk uh, with uh, graphs from the boner machine. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, he's wearing... Did you see the clip I sent you last night of Billy Crystal acting like Muhammad Ali? No, I didn't watch it. In blackface? I I saw the thing. I didn't see it, though. If you get a chance, you know, because Martin Short as Catherine Hepburn is one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. But then you've got Billy Crystal, like, in blackface doing Muhammad Ali, and it's like... (laughs) Billy Crystal's done blackface like many times. Yeah, that's a thing of his. And never gets brought up. And I'm not saying we go dig up the past and crucify people. I'm saying it's like never brought up. It's yeah. never addressed. I um, I don't know if the young kids haven't seen it yet. I still stand <laughs> I still stand by Billy Crystal's not that great. He was just around funny people most of the time. Um and, and made, it, yeah, made a career. Um out of it. But, yeah, uh, Billy Crystal, the only thing I ever saw that I truly loved him in. He did a one-man um, show on 600 Broadway. Sundays, I believe it's called. Yes, where he talked about his dad. and yeah, that, it was is, that, brilliant. Is, that was brilliant. That was good. absolutely brilliant. It was good. Yeah. I but, am glad he brought us that baseball movie, 61, because that's a hell of a I film. love I was that movie, say, yeah. 61, he directed. <laughs> I should, uh, love it. I agree. Yeah. It's because he loved <laughs> But he ain't in it. <laughs> he loved this. Well, I was going to say, he loved that subject matter so much. I, you know, he, yeah. He, I, yeah. He just, but I, I feel that. like he was really overrated. I feel like he was yeah, really overrated. I think so. Harry Met Sally's. Like looking back on it's it. Pretty yeah. great. All right, here you go. More overrated. Billy Crystal or Howie sorry. Mandel? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, yes. No, which, no, that's no, a question no, I'm asking. No. Which one? Howie's, which one? Which one, in your opinion? Howie's way worse. I'll, I'll take. Okay. I'll take. Yeah. Bill, I'll take Billy. Well, I over think. Howie. I, I think Howie's way worse. But which one's more overrated? Oh, Billy. I mean, oh, Billy, Billy, Billy Crystal, though, Billy. you know, a hell of a lot more popular yeah, than Howie Mandel was. He's more overrated. I think people just know what. Uh, how he is, and they're like, ah, we need a D-list guy to host this thing or show up here. Let's get Howie. Right. Leave the glove at home. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. That's it. I grew up watching stand-up. You guys know this, and I can tell you I can quote so many specials and so many people, and Howie Mandel, all I remember is thinking, is this almst over so I can watch the next one? Yeah. Because I, I didn't, I didn't find. Yeah, it's like in, in Richard Klein yeah. coming on soon. Cocaine, oh my <laughs> cocaine God. made yeah. him think he was really funny. Uh, 
Yeah, no, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it at all. Uh, oh, I got a question for the Frisch. Hurry up and get this over. The Louis Anderson sure. special is about to be over. Yeah. <laughs> Frisch, sure. have you seen no. the clip that is circ- circulating right now everywhere where Chappelle has a new special out mm-hmm. and he uses your man, Norm MacDonald, to do a four-minute bit that ends up with him punching down a, a transgender, transgender joke. Yeah, I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, wow. Um, but why yeah, is he picking wow. this hill to die on? I mean, what happened to the friendly stone of I, Dave I Chappelle? I don't understand why this is Well, his... he explains, though, if you listen to it closely, <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying I... You know, no, I know, Chappelle. I know. But he says, uh, what is it? He says, um, and then he says, that's my last trans joke. Um, he said, for the rest of the night, I'm picking on handicapped people. He said, and this is his quote, <laughs> I love punching down, and they're not near as organized as the gays. Which I thought was kind of humorous. Well, that, yeah, that, <laughs> that, that, at least showed, that at least showed some clever writing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Something. But um, I didn't watch. I haven't watched but the special. But it also shows he's an aware <coughs> asshole. Yes, I was going to say, also, yeah. Uh, now he did say like he's one of those like you can't have it both ways because he says like I got I I love you I got nothing against you I just like making fun of you, like he keeps saying right. that like well, you can make fun of a lot of things, dude. One like that are really worth making but, fun but, of. Yeah. Or let me ask you a question: When we were all growing up, and we grew up in a generation of boys who were absolutely mean to each other. Mm-hmm. Like, we said the most horrible things, there, and then, you know, oh, but come on, we're, fr-. like, it doesn't work for me, and I'm not an oppressed minority. I'm a, yeah. I'm a white dude who's, and I can tell you, as a, as a young person growing up, especially in the Waltonville, Mount Vernon area, man, people hit low, they hit cheap, yeah. and you were supposed to just go, oh, no, it's a joke. I did it, too. I'm not trying to make it sound like yeah. I was above it, but I can remember thinking, why are we acting like like why do we treat each other like this? Like this isn't Yeah, see I was never uh, fun. I was never oh, it was awful. I was never drawn to those people and I um just kind of stayed away from them my whole life because you I, didn't I was, play on the basketball cause, team cuz I no cause, well I mean no offense but the, the mentality of the people most of the people that were on the basketball team yeah. I didn't want to be friends yeah. with like I just I've I've been that way my whole life I've never ever no. like anybody that Do thinks you know? like frat boy culture or like hitting somebody in the nuts is like funny it's funny to it's watch funny, on yes. television but if yeah, I, that's what I was going to say if yeah you're going to hang out that. with me it's get, funny to get see out but I don't <laughs> Do not, do, you know. Yeah. Do you know that I was called in by the coach several times and asked why, Mr. Belvedere, I wasn't spending more. <laughs> yeah, why I wasn't spending more time with the team outside of practice and outside <laughs> of games, and why why I chose not to be a close knit group. And I'm sitting there thinking, have you met this close knit group, dude? It's not close knit. It's awful. <laughs> it's awful. But anyway. My point, my whole point is, in my privileged lifetime, if that was not fun mm-hmm. and it was cruel and you hit it behind, oh, we're friends, I can't imagine what oppressed minorities feel like when he plays that, oh, I'm just joking, I love you. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're, you're all garbage. You know, you're not real <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah. All right, hey. I'm just joking. Yeah. I think Don Rickles was funny. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I, and, and this is the thing. I feel like I Chappelle never even met a like, lady named Maria. 
<laughs> He's dying on this hill for the sake of dying on this hill. Yeah, that's, no yeah. one's going to like, tell why? me that I can't make fun of. Uh, and it's, I, uh, I, I think it's honestly just to get attention. He knows if he's going to do it, there's going to be a thousand articles written about it. His name's going to be in the paper. Uh, that's probably true. I mean, honestly. So it's just savvy marketing. Yeah, shitty. I'd rather marketing. just write write funny jokes though instead. You know. Yeah, I was going to say. There, yeah, I would just like him to be funny. Few comedians that actually write funny jokes anymore the rest just tell stories from their life and i hate them so much i i, I yeah they, I've they've taken the jerry seinfeld observational humor too far too far well, no, <laughs> too far <laughs> no the ones the like the burt kreischer the uh what's his name tom uh crap why well, he's got a bunch of netflix i used to listen to his podcast until he became tom wopat tom yes tom wopat <laughs> tom segura uh, there's a whole slew of them, and they don't tell jokes. There's, they don't tell jokes anymore. There's that's, no craft that's true. to it's it. Not jokes. They it's just the are other like, day I was, I, blah, was in, blah, blah, I was in line at the bank, and this lady asked me how yeah. I was doing. And if you get asked how you're doing, you can only have two options of what you say back. And I was like, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. What am I, you know? And she was like, uh, What yeah, else yeah. can you say? I'm not fine. It's oh it, it, well, God, they're not jokes. He, he, there was no craft to them at all. I know, and they're touring around, being like, "We're the world's greatest comedians these days." And I was like, "No, you're not. You've hit a nerve, you know, obviously, with somebody that likes you." I don't understand why, though, because you're not crafting anything. It's you just BS. You're talking. If maybe they think you're they're your friend because you, they, you told them all these stories. Maybe they like. Yeah, one stories. of Jeff Ross roasts from 2014 so is funnier than any of the major specials oh going God, on right is. now. It's, so yeah, it's pretty bad. Absolutely. I saw a clip last night from um, Sarah Silverman doing the James Franco roast, and she yeah. was on. Um, she kills Azaria. on every one of those. What is Azaria's name? I can't think of his first Hank, name. Hank. No, Aziz. Aziz. Oh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Aziz. Um, <laughs> and Zari. Yeah. Sorry. And so she starts off, and she's like, you know. Um, God, he is such a great comedian, um, and and I love that you were thanking me for you know like helping you and stuff. I've been taking care of you for seventy five cents a, a day for a cup of coffee, <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately she goes, you know, um, because he is our favorite, um, uh, whatever something in the cupboard, and I'm like, oh my God, Indian in the, in the cu- cupboard, yeah. and in and, and like a split second, and she had crafted you. In like two sentences to get there, which made him even funnier, <laughs> and that was the thing. Is I'm sitting there, I'm like, she really is a great comedian. She she is of that generation where you craft a joke, you yeah. have pacing, you have timing. Is that the you uh, know how to deliver a punchline? Oh, that's the yeah, same. She calls it the evolution. That's the that, brilliant. That's the same um, roast where Andy Samberg gets up and he his roast of Aziz is, dude, your comedy is so different because you have a different perspective of life. It's all right, like I don't, right, know, if right, I don't right. know if you remember his. It's his all backhanded. Setup. It's, it's, it's all, all compliments. backhanded compliments. Like not even right, backhanded. Right. They're literally <laughs> not even just backhanded. Compliments. No, they're all compliments. <laughs> it's like, the anti roast. Yes, and he was just like you have yeah. a blah 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 and an American father and a Pakistani mother. Your perspective is unique, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was it, like the opposite. It was like anti Norm MacDonald when, yes. when, you know, when he was on the yes. roast. Yes, it was you like, know? It was like yeah, I bet you're going to go on to have a successful career. Roasted. 
I, yeah, I, and you can Bill Hader playing Mr. Hollywood. That's, That's right. what I was going to say. That's right. Nobody on the stage could like get their mind around what Sandberg was doing, <laughs> even though he kept doing it. Yeah. They were all that shit. But no, Mr. Hollywood is those crafted jokes like yes. Andy Sandberg. Yep. He's like, Andy Sandberg. <laughs> right. Yeah. Once again, pushing the envelope, <laughs> playing a cop that's funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh my God. <laughs> How are you going to make it funny? Oh, we lost the rape kits. <laughs> oh my God, it was great. Um, and then um, Jeff Ross. Hi, we've never met. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> But I mean, like, but that's the thing is, like, every bit of that is crafted, smart jokes, timing, delivery, all of it. And you're right. Now it's just like, I feel like they just, you know, my kids, they get me up early in the morning. Last Saturday, I was trying to, you know, and you're like, oh, my God, shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah, we're we're used to watching, like, people that crafted jokes where they were packed in. There was not a... Split, you know what I mean? That's that like Sarah every, Silverman thing. In like, every 30, in like three every lines, seconds. she delivers like four exactly. brilliant jokes. Every 30 seconds, there are two lines that give you jokes um, that lead yeah. up to the punchline. You know, the, the setups, even as funny as the punchline type of jokes. Those, they're not out there anymore. Um, I should, uh, People like them, you like them, whatever. They make you laugh, then good for you. Um, I, then enjoy them, please. At it's least Jerry's observational humor only took 30 seconds to make the joke. Yeah. These people take five minutes yep. to get to a point that's not funny. Or or <laughs> Chris Rock would uh, make eight jokes out of the same material and just remind you yeah. every yeah, time. Right. Yes. We ain't talking yes. about guns. We're talking about people. And then we're <laughs> right. Go on with this joke. Um, it's that time. So uh, Rob Shark and I have been teasing with this, uh, thinking about this idea, kind of marinating on this idea of having a show called Changing Strings with Eastwood and Shark. (laughs) What we do is... And we have a we have a it's a a YouTube show. Maybe we have a accompanying podcast because that's the way they do it these days. Um, And we have a guest on every week or other week where they uh, they change their strings and they tell us about uh, changing their strings. And then we just get into uh, just guitar conversation (laughs) of some sort or I love it. Um, My only problem is, is I want to be like Ed McMahon on the show. Mm-hmm. And so when you guys do something, I can just be like, <laughs> yes, well, if, you can make it, if you can make it down here. Uh, <laughs> yes, Shark, great one. <laughs> I'd see it now. It's oh like we'll have two successful it. episodes. Our third guy yeah. will play a Floyd Rose, and it'll be a four-hour episode while he changes strings. <laughs> <laughs> the only question I have is, because I don't know how, I've never changed strings, and to you guys, it's probably like it's nothing. <coughs> it's done real quick and easy. I assume there's annoying points to it or things that go wrong, and I want it to be like you guys, like at points losing your shit because it's not going well, as easy I as it tell should. You oh, I, don't worry, somebody will uh, get stabbed. There's a couple things that that can go wrong. One of which is you can get poked, and if you get poked by yeah. GD string, it's one of the worst pains. You get. <laughs> so it's hard not to say something. Like it, it, I mean, it is like if you get poked, buddy, it's it feels like it goes all the way to the bone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Robbie, you remember like when you were a kid and you went to the doctor and they would they would take blood and they would prick your finger and they yes. would pull, it it's it's very much like that. Yeah. It's it's that 
yeah, but yeah, you feel like cool. you're, but you feel like you're yeah. five again. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's like yeah. a five because it's for a moment. You're like, I'm not going to be able to play tonight. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I need super glue. <laughs> it goes away. I just, man, <laughs> I just absolutely. I, I don't know. Like in my head, I see all this like great conversation coming out and jokes and so yeah. But I guess there's this part of me that just wants to see from time to time it go wrong and somebody oh, lose yeah. their shit. Oh, that, yeah. That's what I want to well, see. Well, I think uh, if you want to be part of that, that'd be great. I see us doing like two a month, and I think we would do them both on the same day. That You know what I mean? Right, right, we right. We would do two shows on a Tuesday, record them all, and then that would be our show for the month. Um, but yeah, it would be great. We need a third uh, un- non-musician to ask questions. That, <laughs> I'm telling no, you. I'm serious, though. This, this could is, be fun This is very serious. Uh, you would ask questions that Jeff and I d- wouldn't think to ask. You know what I mean? Like for yeah, real. Yeah, that's again, right. I, I would ask questions. I said like you what? would ask questions that Shark and I would not think to ask. Right. You right, know. Right. Right. Um, you mean like musically or about changing the streams? All of or it. Both? All of it. Both. Yeah. Both. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's there would be simple things that I would neglect to even think about because it's such a maybe a basic thing or just something. I, I will tell you, you know. a question I could see me asking. Let's see if we're in the right thing <laughs> okay. here. No, I'm dead serious. Oh, I'm ready. So, Let's do it. I'm excited um, about I the remember, prospect. I remember, you know, when I I was playing, you know, back in the day, mm-hmm. and you know, <laughs> playing is a very loose freaking term here. I think you should hold. But you know, I was Robbie reading the, tablature. You should hold the Robbie Folks guitar the entire show every time. <laughs> and never yeah, right. play it. <laughs> never yeah, play never, it. Never do it. Do Just you have any it. idea how hard it would be for me not to hit a note or so? Um, and I, so I'd be reading tablature, and there'd people. be a chord, uh-huh. and the chord was hard enough for me to play, but it would say, like, play, you know, your your fingers are here, here, and here, but mute this string while you're playing it. Sure. Yeah. Or mute this string in the in the middle of the in chord. the middle of the chord. Sure. Yeah. And I remember thinking, how in the f do I hold these down? <laughs> mute that. What the you know, like? It, yeah. Uh, how? I, it's like, just a lazy. It seemed, it's a lazy finger. You just gotta let your finger go. Okay, down. I'm just That's saying. It. Were, I was gonna say, just have bad technique. Always <laughs> yeah. for you gotta understand. You gotta understand. I do it naturally. My brain, in my brain, this seems like impossible to do. Like, yeah, oh, I understand. No my yeah. brain can't compute hey, it. You know what, Rob? Uh, I still can't compute tab. When I look at tab half the time, it depends what it is. If it's when I, it's mostly finger picking stuff these days, or like flat picking stuff that I'm looking at. But the finger picking stuff, um, you always have multiple things happening. Mm-hmm. And the in between tab, I can't. What I'm saying is, I can't just look at it and play from it. Same, um, same. I have to. I would much rather just listen to the song ten times in a row and sit there, yeah. sit so, there yeah. with my so guitar and play longer. It, I will if look I'm at getting, the tab. I'll be like, okay, it's in that ballpark. I'm right here. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh, that's that. Okay, it goes six there. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. Same. Same. Uh, but same, just, same. But to look so at it, I, the note picking it. made sense to me. I think it was what you're saying. Like if a solo, I think that's why I could play some solos is because in tab that made sense to me. Yeah. But when it got into chords and stuff, mm-hmm. and there's X's over certain strings <laughs> while you're doing yeah. it, I'm like, what in the f is this? <laughs> like it just it drove me insane. So that would be the kind of questions I would ask. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? How do you do that? Well, uh, I mean, it, the thing is, Rev, it's still hard. I was, you know, my wife and I was telling my son the other night about he was wanting, you know, about learning to play instruments, 
and I was like, it's it's always hard. It's it's hard for me. I'm learning a Doc Watson song right now, and there's like an E major seven in it, and it's a chord that I've never played in my life. So going yeah, to that chord right. instinctually, and it starts this freaking song. It starts everything. <laughs> it never starts right. anything without it. So you have to be on it, man. You can't you can't miss it at all. <coughs> and it's an insane chord that I would. I've never played. And your finger finger brains aren't aren't yeah, all muscle memory depth on it. Yeah, I don't have muscle memory and, on yeah. it. So I hit it naturally without thinking about it uh, two nights ago, and I was so like, yes! I don't you it. love it when that I first time it, it happened? It's like, oh, God, it fell. It's underneath my fingers I now. I didn't think about it. I just hit it, man. But I was, you know, I was telling July, like, it's still hard for me. Like, you know, if I'm, if, well, if I'm working know, on a song, um, it takes me weeks to learn some of that stuff. Most do you know I strangely ran into a, a, a TikTok, I don't know, a couple months ago, and it was um, it was an interview with Eddie Van Halen I'd never seen. Okay. And he was sitting on a stage, like, in a small auditorium with people, and he was getting interviewed. And he wasn't acting like a D-bag. He was really cool. And they asked him, you know, like... You ever have trouble playing some of the solos that you've done before? Uh-huh. And he gets this huge grin on his face and says, um, before we go on a tour, I have to go back and, and play these songs mm-hmm. and get them back in my in, in my mind and in my, you know, my stuff. And he goes, <coughs> there are times when I'm like, I didn't play that. There's no way I played that because I can't play that right now. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. like, there's no way. And he's laughing about it. And so he, ba- it might have been a room of young musicians. Yeah. But his point was that um, it is all repetition. It is all practice. It yeah. is, the, you know, like, yeah, it's yeah. not, oh, I played it once so I can always play it. He's like, that. that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. He's like, you have to keep doing it over and over and over and yeah. over and over and over again. No, I'm going to bring that point and up. And I thought it was really cool how humble he was about it. Over, over, nerd. Hold on. I'm going to write something <clears> down here. For the radio show, we are pretty much out of time. Now, I'm going to go on a rant on the podcast. By the way, we are on right. Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on <clears throat> Pocket Casts now. Google Podcasts is going we away. We are also on MySpace. <laughs> yeah. We are also so, on Yahoo Chat. Uh, we are on AOL. <laughs> so if you want to hear the rest of it. Uh, we need to be on Pornhub. It's a good hosting service. I know it is. All kinds There's of content on movie, there. A lot of good movies on there. Um, a lot of Twitch <laughs> streaming going on. Yeah, let us know I'm about serious. what There's you, a lot of stuff on there. What you think about uh, changing strings? We'll be back next week. But if you want to listen for real, oh, I love the idea. And uh, Google's going away, so get on Pocket Cast. If you were on Google, switch to Pocket Cast. We are on there. Just be very specific. The n- number two, the number one, capital I, little n. Number two, numbers are Before you guys panic and crash governments, Google's fine. It's just Google Podcasts that's going away. Yes, Google Podcasts yeah. is going yeah. away. It's a great service. It's going away. We're also on Spotify. Get on Spotify for free. I know Robbie doesn't like it. All right, later radio, but now I'm going to go on a rant about Prince. Please turn tune in. I, I got something to say about Prince, and I'm going to have to curse about it. Love you P-R-I-N-T. all. P-R-I-N-T. Oh, like hey, the- before you do it, can I add fire to it? Did you see the clip I sent to you, Eastwood? It's real quick. Maybe. It's real quick. I sent this. I may have just been to Shark, but it's a video where um, they were saying that Stevie Ray Vaughan got to meet him. And he went backstage, and there was a big bouncer there. And Stevie was fired up to meet him, so excited to meet him. And he talked to the bouncer and everything. (coughs) So it's Stevie, a bouncer, and Prince on a couch. 
Mm-hmm. And Stevie and his southern boy, you know, way of being, leans his head around and goes, Hey, man, I'm, I'm Stevie Ray Vaughan. It, you know, it's an honor to meet you. Uh-huh. Prince just, like, turns his back and looks further away. Yeah. This happens two or three times. And finally, Stevie stands up and goes, You know what, motherfucker? You might be the prince, but I'm the fucking king. <laughs> and storms out. And storms out. Nice. Um, and I love that story because... Stevie, they said he was a fan, dude. He, sure. he was a fan of Prince. He, he was not him. just a fan. He was a fan on cocaine. Yes. <laughs> he was a super, a super sped up fan. And it just goes to my point that every story I hear about Prince is he's a fucking douchebag. Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. I knew a, uh, a lady who knew him before he was Prince, before he was famous. She worked for a phone company. And he tried to pay them with signed pictures. <laughs> he was he was like the the original Instagram influencer. Yep. He, he, if you give me a God. free hotel, I will put you on the line. Yep. He offered them uh, pictures, signed pictures of himself as payment. Dig if you will this picture. Uh, give me my phone <laughs> for free. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. No, no. Um, also, I've heard uh, stories from several. If, hey, if your friend known to Raspberry Beret, she needs to contact an attorney. <laughs> uh, I've heard from uh, stories from several uh, sound people in front of the house people that he was the worst uh, artist to have uh, to work to work with. Um, right. he, he would demand um, burn CDs of last night's performance the next morning, and. He would listen to them and then play the newest Beyonce CD and say, why doesn't this sound like this? <laughs> and he's like, well, that's a, that's a non-mixed, mastered, Cause, literally cause we were right playing out at of the, the board last Des night. Des Moines, Iowa Assembly Hall. Yeah. <laughs> Which and, has some of the worst acoustics <laughs> in the history of the world. You know. <laughs> Um, Probably because like you wouldn't turn your amp down on stage there, Prince, yeah. so I could get a decent mix. <laughs> I've also heard from uh, musicians that he would constantly berate them and drop their pay, and they would show up to different cities, and he would be holding auditions to replace them. And then, yes. and then they were supposed to just go out and play that night and pretend like they're having fun. Hey, who, who, whose guitar did he smash? Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. No, there's a famous story. He borrows some music, some famous musician's guitar, like to get on stage and jam. I cannot remember who this is. I need to Google that. Okay. And he does well, the thing where he throws the guitar up in the air and walks off. Oh, uh, yeah. And smashed that dude's guitar. Well, cool. Like, and well, thought cool, that Prince. was acceptable. And thought that was acceptable. Well, I'm glad he's dead. Um, John Hyde had a thing or two to say about that. That's right. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say uh, while you're looking it up. So there's a thing that's happening online. And half of the reason uh, I want to have this change in string show is so I can ask other musicians what they think of this solo. <laughs> <laughs> now, do I think Prince is a great songwriter? Yeah, I think he's sure, a great songwriter. Sure. Is he a good overall musician? Yeah, he plays drums and sure. does all the things. Uh um, is he a good performer? Absolutely. He's all about stage presence. Um, but what's bugging me is TikTok has decided on YouTube that he is a one of the greatest guitar players. They want to add this. He is a great guitar player to the mix. 
you notice nobody bitched whenever he didn't make the Rolling Stone list? <laughs> no, well, the people do in the comments on these. Oh, my God. Why wasn't he in the Rolling Stones? Why wasn't he? Blah, 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 blah. And I, I'm like, dude, I, I, I have so, so here's what I do. One of my favorite pastimes is I go through TikTok. By the way, I found the story, but go ahead. Okay. I go through TikTok. I find uh, the video. Or, I don't find it. TikTok shows it to me. And I inevitably either type in, I either comment mid or just mid, or this is what happens when they take away music from schools. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I, I just have like three or four go tos, and man, the comment, like, it, it's like. It they, was better when they were all still on drugs. Uh, they, it's, it's as if I've said, you know, that. Jesus is uh, taking a shit on their mom's grave. Like, they just, they're so fucking upset by it. It's like, no, no, he was great. He's a great guitar player. Listen to him bend the strings. Deep, deep, deep. <laughs> and I, I, I don't ever comment back. I just, I just watch them roll in. And that makes me laugh. That I, and I also just think, <laughs> you stupid motherfuckers care what some stranger said. About your Prince clip, like go fuck yourself. And they're like, a lot of them are just like, it's just your opinion. So here's my other question for you, Rob: Do Jeff and I's opinion count a little bit more than anyone else's opinion because we are guitar players, or is it, or, do, or, does it matter? or less, or less? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Okay. Maybe the shark, shark self deprecation tour has to end for a second. No, seriously, maybe we're so biased that it's like you know oh, that because the, no, because no, the well no, thing no, about no. this look, though, Robbie. I mean, look. it's it's subjective and it is art. We have so, so much it more exposure. Is subjective, it is art. It's, I agree with all that. What I'm saying is, here's how I would explain it. Okay, I'm going to assume that if you guys happen to read. Um, the novel, The Lincoln Highway. It's a it's a big book that's out right now. It was a national bestseller. It came out a year or so ago. Right. They make a, are it. they making shit up in it? It's a novel. <laughs> now, my point is, I'm going to hope, I hope they are. that you guys would um, value my opinion of it more because sure. it is my area of expertise. Sure, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And so my point is, is that I know what I love to hear. Mm -hmm. I know what I love to see when it comes to music. Yeah. But yeah, but probably. I mean, you've got a you've got a PhD. I mean, we're just a couple of guys who smoke weed and play the guitar. <laughs> yeah. How many, how many hours have you two into your craft? Well, I smoked uh, a lot no, of no, weed. No. I, subscribe, <laughs> I subscribe to the whatever a it lot. is, ten thousand hours, whatever. I probably um, got ten thousand hours of weed smoking in. So when you guys tell me something about, yeah, I'm ignoring it. When, yep. when you guys tell me something musically. I listen up and I pay attention because yeah. I know you know things that I don't. Sure. And you can teach me things that I don't know. So if I, you know, like, um, if I was to rave about, you know, some guitar solo and you guys were like, well, if you look real quick, he's really only playing three notes over and over and over. When E.F. Frischwood speaks, people listen. <clears throat> and so my point is, is like, yeah, I'm going to listen to you two when you guys tell me something like that. Okay. With Eastwood, that's probably good, I mean, probably good a good idea. But if I'm talking, just, <laughs> it's just ignore right, it. Just right. ignore and that's it. That's why when I ask questions, you start explaining gear, say, what they're yeah. using, how they did how it. <laughs> Court it was. 
Um, yeah, yeah. If, I mean, if I want somebody to explain, if I want somebody to tell me what the best engine in a car is, I want to talk to a mechanic. I don't want to talk to yes, somebody who never. That was exactly what I was gonna say. Like I, I want uh, like. I don't want me talking about two-inch Mickey Thompson four, four <laughs> them, grinder. Them, pizza, them pizza cutters, man, you ain't getting no traction. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want a, a stranger on the internet being like, oh, man, it's got so much horsepower, dude. It's all you'll ever need. And it's like one of those little smart cars. <laughs> would never, yeah, yeah, I can't, yeah it's exactly. Got, it's got lots, lots of room in it. Yeah, like I can't even get one guitar in this thing. Um yeah, so, all right, but anyway, so Prince, uh, oh, yeah, well, whose guitar was it, so Rob? Oh, okay, so here's the real quick version of it. It's it's quick. Okay. So so Prince is on Jimmy Kimmel, and you know his band is The Roots. Yep. The lead guitarist of The Roots has a 1961 Epiphone Crestwood. Holy okay? shit. And it was his, and he had it there. Prince saw it and was like, hey, man, can I play it when you're on the show? Now, the only reason this guy had it there is because he was going to be playing um, a Prince like um, a tribute concert in a couple days at Carnegie Hall. So he had it there for this. Uh-huh. And Prince plays it, and then all of a sudden, at the end of the set, throws it up in the air, walks off the stage, and smashes it. Like that. That's what he did. He absolutely smashed this. Uh, the Roots guitarist. I'll say it again. 1961 Epiphone Crestwood. Yikes. Uh, and the Roots yeah. guitarist, ten times the guitarist uh, Prince will ever be. Oh, will most definitely. Brick. I'm so glad. Most yeah, definitely. I saw, the Roots, I saw the Roots live once, and wow, that dude is way better than I ever imagined. Yeah, he's, anyway, he's fantastic. <laughs> Captain Kirk's his name. I mean, come on. Yes, that's exactly it. No, that's exactly it. So, there's this uh, clip going around of him playing uh, While My Guitar Gently Weeps by uh, Yeah, that's Mr. the uh, huge famous one from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I almost said Harrison Ford. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't right. think either one of them were good pilots, though. To be no, fair, no, I don't think so. Uh, but yeah, my guitar gently weeps. First of all, uh, that's not a song title. What are you, David Foster Wallace? What are you? What are you? What are you? Marcel it's a poem. Proust? It's yeah, it's a poem. Like it's, it's exactly, it's a poem. It's not a song. My great guitar of, came to two paths in the wood, which great diverged turn of and it wept. But uh, but not a song title. Uh, anyway, you know I don't love George. You know I don't love. <laughs> the Beatles, <laughs> the Beatles, uh, George. Well, I don't know Eastwood. It seems pretty down to be on the George. He's dude. What George ever do to anyone? I was gonna say if I like any of them, I like George. Um, couple, couple songs are okay. I don't have anything against this song. It's a fine song. Um, a lot of people love it, and if you love it, that's fine. Uh, but Prince takes like uh, so many solos. <laughs> it's like two minutes long. Yeah, he just takes over the song. He just takes, yeah, over, he the just takes over the song. And people are like, you see that look Tom Petty gave him? Uh, he was he was blown away. I'm like, no, he wasn't. He was fucking up, pissed off. Not pissed he, off. He, he was, does he like was a Voltron thing where like if you took Gary Rossington and, and Steve Gaines and Gary and uh, and Albert and you mashed <laughs> them all together and then all of a sudden they turn into one super guitar player that does the entire Freebird solo by himself. <laughs> yeah. That's what, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, I think there's a point where Tom Petty. I think there is a point where Tom Petty is digging it. Yeah, he just. Yeah, I think. I think he. But but you notice too long. Yeah, he just assimilates Tom Petty. I mean, at one point, Tom Petty's on the stage and he's like, "Hey, man, are you jamming?" And next thing you know, it's like, and he just gets sucked into Prince, and there's no more Tom Petty. (laughs) Yeah, he. uh, He uh, at one point they turn him down, and he's still he's like still soloing (laughs) because they're like, surely someone else would want to solo by now. 
Yeah, I mean, Jeff Lynn's on the stage. That dude could play a guitar. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, like, uh, but yeah, um, so it's, it's a decent solo, but my thing is it's like somebody who's been playing guitar for a couple years, maybe maybe four or five. It is. It's it's a pentatonic. I, I'm out of high school. I got my feet underneath me. I can yep. play the guitar now solo. I can do bends. I can, I can do all the pull-offs. I know my scale. Right. Um, I can start in one point and end in another. I can go to. I can start at home and get back home. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> and it. Don't forget. And don't forget. I know how to do hammer-ons. I know how to do hammer-ons <laughs> and pull-offs. Yes, hammer-ons, pull-offs, and bends. My my legato. Um, there's one part in it where he's clearly d- kind of ran out of ideas, and he starts doing this stupid like, where he's just sliding. Uh, his hands up and down the neck and then trying to do something. Um, and I know there's a Prince quote uh, where he says, like, if you do something wrong, just do it three times and people will think you did it on purpose. Well, that's exactly <laughs> what he's doing because it's just, <laughs> it's that kind of nonsense that guitar players do that I'm like, what's the point of that? Yeah, what's the point <laughs> of that? You had, that was not, that had no intention, dude. You're literally just making notes at this point. Don't you for a second just have to step back and like love in Cinnamon Girl, Neil Young just plays, plays the same one note. note over and yeah. over for it's, great. it's brilliant. It it's great. freaking brilliant. <laughs> but it starts um, out. No, so here's anyway, the thing. Yeah. That solo starts out fine. I would be proud the way the solo starts out. And he plays a full measure of it. But then he gets greedy and it's like, oh, no, no, yeah. I'm not done. And about halfway through that next measure, I think he starts realizing, oh, all I got are ben- all I got are bends. All I can do is go real high and bend, and I can move my pick real fast. Yeah, <laughs> but that, that's about <laughs> it. Like that's all he has. Uh, so you know, do we, we want to hear it and uh, see what Rob thinks? About I've it. got it pulled up. Go ahead. Sean, and it's Shark one thing. Work. It's well, it's one thing if somebody does that to you, right? You're you're culminating. You think you've got one round at it. And yep. you're putting everything into those 12 bars and you're building mm-hmm. up to your big finish and the guy looks over at you and goes, go again. And you're like, God dang, man, I just put everything I had into these 12 bars. You know, yeah. now, that's if you, you do it to down. yourself, yeah, uh, that's on you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If, if you're like, hey, man, I just gave this everything I had, but you know what? I'm going to take another one. Uh, yeah. Um, if you're getting to, you know, build, 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 build. Seems like he does it three or four times at least. Oh, I don't uh, think he ever stops. I don't. I, I've seen the clip. Yeah, it's 15 minutes long, and I've, I've never seen the end of solo. They end the song. Yeah, they basically kind of have to end the song <laughs> to get it to end. And every time Tom Petty goes back to sing, I think, like, is he trying to go back to singing and Prince doesn't stop, or is he just doing that to keep them on point with where the song is? Yeah, because he'll just do that. Um, oh my guitar! And, yeah, and then well, a couple times he's like, uh, he, I'm trying to think. A couple times he just gets a word, like two yeah. words yeah. out and stops. Yep. I oh wait, he's still playing. <laughs> my guitar. Uh, Gently wait. Too bad. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Stevie, Are you ready? Too bad Stevie Ray Vaughan wasn't there. Yeah, let's listen to this thing. We'll see how it sounds. All right. Coming so it, the it's about two seconds in because you know I don't want to have the ad. So here we go. Nice.
John Paul and Porter out. couple minutes before this part of the solo now like, like i he said does, he plays uh, for like three or four minutes i'm not saying it's an easy solo or that it's a bad solo i'm just saying don't tell me it's one of the top 10 solos of all time don't tell me it's the greatest solo no. of all time don't tell me it's even in the top 200 solos of all time or that he, that he should be in that class of guitar uh playing you got the songwriting you got all the other things prince you're as Shark would say, he's a blues dad. He's a weekend blues dad yeah. guitar player. That, that's what that's what it sounds like. Exactly, exactly. Like, I, it's like if Joe Bonamassa was worse. So, do you think? Oh, wow. Do you think the solo in Purple Rain is actually better than this one? Um, I don't. You know what, man? I don't even think about guitar solos when I think of Prince. I mean, that seriously, I never have. I mean, that's there's just, some, he has. Some are there guitar solos? Yeah, sure. there are. He has some good guitar parts and um, things, but they're they're all like that, though. They're all just a blister of notes and bends, and you know, Prince for being the king of melody within his lyrics and some keyboard parts and stuff. No melody at all in his guitar parts. Literally just like the. Uh, Here's what we need. We need we need a guitar duel between Ingve and Prince. That would settle the oh, for all. Man. Once and for all. Man, I would battle him myself if I could. To be honest with you, um, but alas, it's not possible. You'll pick it on a dead More guy. is more. Um, but How yeah, can less be more? So, <laughs> makes no sense. So Rob, uh, with no provocation. You just stumble upon that solo. Uh, you see people saying, this is one of the greatest solos of all time. Should be top ten. What do you think without, <laughs> without any of my uh, influence upon you? So I will tell no, you, man. I've always loved this solo, but I would not put it in the top ten. Okay. Top top 100? Yeah. 
Uh, I'd say top 100. Whoa. Uh, I wouldn't put it on the top anything. I've, I've heard a thousand bar bands play solos better than that. Yeah. Interesting. It's just so Seriously. Un, it's so uninspired. I, Luther, I've heard Luther Perkins play 10 notes over 12 bars that, that were more interesting than that. Yeah. Okay, well then let's do this. So like it would would you guys put the Freebird solo in the top 10? Absolutely. I think so. Okay. Probably, yeah. Would you put Eruption Maybe. by at, Eddie Van Halen? At least in now, top? well now there's a question on Eruption. Go ahead, just, go that, ahead Eastwood, sorry. No, I was going to say I don't know about top 10, top 25 at least. And Eruption is it a solo or is, is it a song? That, I think it's a song. That's it. That's my question. I see I don't I don't lump that in with guitar solos like Reeling in the Years guitar solo. I wouldn't compare with Eruption. I think yeah. Eruption's a composition on its own. It's it's like Which you, a, you have compare, to compare Eruption with like Pipeline okay, or like, Steve Vai song. Somebody said yeah. I want that in my top 10 would you would you be like oh my god that's a terrible solo no, you can't do that because it's no, great it's it fantastic way. but half of uh julian leg or julian leg lodge uh, julian lodge yeah half that dude his, yeah like, half of his songs are like leo kotke songs if you were going to do that then you would be like no because i can think of 50 instrumentals that are better than that <laughs> so okay instrumental is not a solo uh, because there's so many okay then what guys. about this what we're not about, hacking we're not hacking what eddie did we're no, hacking what the definition not. of a solo right. is. okay yeah, right. so then what about this what about um what about stevie ray vaughn's solo studio in um flooding down to our texas, texas flood, flood. I, it, Man. It, it's hard to put numbers, but yeah, that's one yeah. of my favorite of it's all great. time. It's okay. a great solo. Okay. Fantastic solo. So, so yeah. okay, then what about this? What about the solo in Stairway to Heaven? Yeah, it's a great yeah, solo. It's great and melodically, solo. it's memorable. Okay, you can so hum this it. Is, sure. This is my point. So I, I'm not off base. Like, you know, we're we're lining up on some things. Well, you oh, know, sure. every, dude that, every dude that you out, mentioned like, there, though, off, Rob, has, some, has, base. has a major difference from Prince. Every solo you just mentioned was played by a guitar guy. God. Yes, and Prince right. is not a guitar god, <laughs> no. right? Prince right, right, is a right. lot of things, but he's not a guitar hero, right? And yeah. quit trying to make him one. I think is what our point is, right? Mm -hmm. He's not Glenn Campbell. He's not Eddie Van Halen. He's not Vi. He's he's not, he's not Al Alvin Lee. He's not, not Hendrix. Satriani. You know, he wants he's to be Hendrix not, yeah. really bad, and that's why he didn't talk to Stevie Ray Vaughan <laughs> uh, because Stevie Ray Vaughan was Hendrix. He, <laughs> Could and, do it, and he was, yeah. uh, and that's that's right. the only reason he didn't pay attention to him. Listen, if you ever want to know if a other musician thinks you're good or is intimidated right. by you, they don't they won't <laughs> they're write, an like, asshole to they're you. An asshole to right. you. If a musician right. comes up to you and they're like, Great show, dude, great show, they probably don't think you did that great. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> but, right. Yeah. But if they're just kinda of walk by and like kinda of look at you like, ugh. Uh, it's because you just smoked them and they know they can't do anything better. Okay, what, let me ask one last one, just to make sure. Happened to be a very about... famous guitar player gave me that look one time. Go ahead. Um, I bet I know who it is. Um, uh, what about this one? And I'm not saying top 10 at all, but I'm saying like great. It's worthy of a conversation about how good it is. Mike McReady in Alive. Okay. Yeah, great I think solo. so. And Pretty great I, solo. For, well, I'm not going to make my think, top 25, but it is great. No, no, no. I didn't mean like that, but it's a solo that if someone brought it up to you, you'd be like, yeah, we could talk about that solo. That, that particular yeah. solo deserves deserves something because it was some, it was happening at a time when what he was doing was out of favor. It was going out. Yes. 
Yes. Right? I mean, that's, that's why Pearl Jam was like the one band that a lot of people, like, you know, I wasn't a grunge fan across the board, but I love that record. And it's because, well, geez, man, there's Hendrix and Stevie Ray all over this yeah, record. All you know over, what I mean? Yeah, all over it. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah, the root, Absolutely. The roots were Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So that makes sense. Because, like, for me, um, I love one of my favorite, I would put very, very high, is Angus Young's playing on Right On. Oh. Like that guitar work yeah. all over that. I love that because it's bluesy and melodic. I'm not saying it's I one always, of the greatest. I ever, always but God, do like I how uh, how they you know like they'll but usually go to the five, but it feels like an an altogether key change for the solo. You know, ACDC is notorious for that. It just feels cool. Right. It feels yeah. good. Not a, it's yeah, right. So like uh, okay. So you know, uh, yeah, it's tough because like, what do you think about who's playing guitar on a uh, Guitar Town? Who's the on what? On Guitar Town, on uh, on uh, what on what's his oh, name? Oh, I can see the guy. He's he's uh, uh, he's playing a Steinberger trans trim. He's like a guy that you wouldn't otherwise know, but he's played with everybody. Yeah, like that solo uh, is not much of a solo. Like you could learn it in a day, but man, it sticks in your head like <laughs> like nothing else. Right. So I don't know yeah, how to right. weigh those solos against uh, technical. Um, well, and it, you know, and that one, those are you know, is it is it solo is it riff it happens during a ride break mm-hmm. yeah. but you know what i mean it's it's yeah. like that weirdy in-betweeny and well, you know about, and then let's get down into the end of the guys so you've got guys like you know grant ty or robbie gerso um uh a thousand 15 year old kids in nashville who are smoking everybody that you've heard of and, sure. and you'll never know these guys you'll hear them you know some will end up on records and stuff yeah. like that um but man the guitar talent pool is so so deep and guitar players grow on trees. That's a good thing. <laughs> you mean uh, down in Nashville? You mean? Oh, this was everywhere, my... everywhere, man. If it doesn't matter where you're at, you can find two or three guitar players to go sit around and play music with. Yeah. Now, find drummers, <clears throat> bass players. That's hard to sell. <laughs> but guitar right. players grow on trees, man. They do, was, and that's uh, good. This was I, earlier. I jotted something down to remember, and uh, we were talking about practice, practice, practice. And how Eddie Valen, Halen talked about it was practice. How he had to practice those songs, or you forget them, and that's all. So my thing was Prince is one hundred percent not a guitar player, and here's why: guitar players by nature are nerds. They're the biggest nerds you're ever going to meet. What do I mean it's by true. that? They weren't out partying; they were sitting at home playing their guitar, trying to learn a song. Yeah, and they okay. and they're nerds because they had to sit there and practice it for those thousand hours, and you you just don't give up and you keep sitting there by yourself playing guitar, <laughs> and you you know Eddie Van Halen has a story about this, but go ahead. Well, I, I mean seriously though, and that is no, he does. That he is has a story a, about this. That is nerd uh, activity. That is nerd behavior. <laughs> that is obsessing about one thing and isolating yourself from. Uh, this is nerd behavior in the 80s and 90s. Anyway. I'm pretty sure they isolated. call it ADD now. Is well, what yeah, they but, told me I have. But anyway. I <laughs> yourself and, and, and being like, this is my thing. I'm going to try to learn everything I can about this thing. I'm going to obsess about it. And it leads to a lot of time alone <laughs> working on yeah. it. Um, uh, but anyway, so Prince is not a nerd. He's too. He's yeah. Yeah. He's not a nerd. He, he would never be a nerd. Uh, he would never agree to be a nerd. Now, when you watch Hendrix do an interview, he's a nerd. He can barely talk to people. <laughs> I'm, well, I mean, yeah. seriously, though. Like, he's, he is, he's flustered. Like, he's, that's why he gives, like, the little, like, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. He's just, he's well, just what you wanted to talk about 
if you're a guitar player and you talk to somebody else, you've like you've made human interaction. Yes. The only thing you want to tell them is like, look, man, half an hour ago I switched this pedal on my board, and instead of turning the, the deal this way, I flipped the switch that way, and I got and a strongly that. sound instead of a dongly sound. I mean, and and the person like. You can watch them gloss over, and we'll even do it to each other. I went to Eastwood's house to record, and I was talking all about my pedal board, and Eastwood knows what I'm doing, you know what I mean? But it's like, you could, you just see like this veil of milkiness fall over him, you know what I mean? He's like, he'll be done soon, <laughs> you know? He'll get it out of his system. That's right. It's cool. No, Eddie Van Halen tells that story that his brother was out scoring chicks when they were younger, and he's like, I sat at home all night listening to the radio trying to learn how to play songs. And his brother oh, would come yeah. and be like, oh my God, this party was so awesome. I was with these three chicks. And he's like, check this out. I can play Voodoo Child. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> well, if you play Wonderwall like me, you'd gotten four. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love when he tells that story. He's like, I just sat there all night. He's like, I didn't even want to quit playing. <laughs> you know, he's like, I would fall asleep playing yeah. guitar in my room. <laughs> oh, Betty. Well, we have went so, so long today. I hope you enjoyed okay. the show, but I need to get off here and get you to better. the things, jiggas, uh, and what have you. Um, but, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Hope your new year is going well. I was going to get into the uh, fact that those 2024 New Year's glasses, I just don't see them working <laughs> And then we should, that all New Year's glasses should be the 2002 glasses. <laughs> they were so perfect. Uh, right. We'll see you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.